So this is what happens when we don't have a lot to talk about. It's just NBA playoffs. We kind of get off track quickly. So here's an After Hours episode. And we're back. And my God, thank God we had a break because that would have gotten us canceled. <laughs> um, oh, no. This is the portion of the show that gets us canceled, not the first part. So is this part. So it's fine. Yep. Continue. Uh, perfect. Oh, we was in probes. Anyways, um, <laughs> BJ, you want to talk about the 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 sitting out of may, of uh, wide receivers in the NFL? Yes, I do because I'm wondering mm. if we're seeing like a mini NBA move where uh, the players are trying to snatch a little power away from these teams by saying, "Look, I'll sit out. I don't care." Taking the Le'Veon Bell route, and and. I don't disagree with that. The problem is in the NBA, those those contracts are guaranteed. Yeah. In the NFL, they can go get the fuck out. And find you. Yeah. And find you for missing stuff. So, yeah, a little sketchy. I don't know how they're going to pull this off and get what they want out of the situation. Because they don't have the same protections. No, no, they don't. Now, granted, I mean, like, Let's take Debo, for example. And Yeah, we're talking about Debo Samuels, A.J. Brown, and Terry McLaurin. I believe yeah. the three they're talking about. No, like, mm-hmm. like A.J. Brown, they can kind of take or leave him. San Francisco is nothing without Debo. That would be an interesting problem. It's a really yeah. interesting problem. And how do you not <laughs> – <clears throat> he's got a point. Like, he should be paid differently. Yeah. How yeah. many wide receivers run the football this much? Yeah. That's true. Well, was it was it Jimmy Graham that fought for um, and failed? I thought he won. Nope. He. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I thought he got paid as a tight end. Yeah, look, look that up because I, I thought he won that arbitration just because he they they said he lined up more at wide receiver. It was close. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like the the NFL owners will do whatever they can to not give the players their money. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, oh, you yeah, said no? Uh, 2000, sit 2014, Jimmy Graham ruled a tight end. Oh, okay. In a groundbreaking decision, the NFL has confirmed that arbitrator Stephen Burbank denied Graham's request to officially be declared a wide receiver on the NFL franchise tag rules. And that cost him, what was it, like four or five million dollars that year? <laughs> five. Okay. Over five. Yeah. Yeah. A chunk. Yeah. Um, and the, the Saints will not have to increase their one-year tender offer of $7.05 million. The receiver tender would have cost them 12.13. So roughly five, just over, yes. just north of five. Yeah, that's a chunk. Especially back then, you know, it was, yeah. you know, he lost over half of his contract. Well, and that's the thing with the, with the franchise tag is it was supposed to kind of keep players on teams. Hey, mm-hmm. we can't figure out the contract. Let's just do a stopgap so you don't leave, and then we'll figure it out. What it's being used is just kind of leverage. Oh, yeah. we we don't think you're going to be good in a couple of years. Sign this one year deal, and then you know we hope you don't blow out your knee this year. Mm-hmm. I think the only person that's really kind of been successful about it has been Kirk Cousins. <laughs> ah, he has abused that franchise tag to become a multimillionaire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because if I remember right, he he signed one, and then the rule is if you sign another one, 
you don't get the average. You get like the most or something, something funky where if you sign yeah. two in a row, you get your, you get a massive increase. So he yeah. was getting like Aaron Rodgers money. Yeah. He's basically being paid to go away eventually. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think you paid like market value or something like that. Oh, that well, the, the way the franchise tag works is that if you, the, the franchise center they, they give you is a average of the top five players at your position. Mm. which is why Jimmy Graham was our, was saying that he should be a wide receiver, not a tight end because mm. there's not, there were not like five top receiver, top tight ends. <clears throat> BJ, you're on mute. He got paid a top 10 tight end a few years later and it's only $10 million to become the highest paid tight end in the league. Yeah. So. And think about that. So a few years later, the, the top tight end was $10 million. Right. The average wide receiver was 12. Well, the average of the top five receivers was 12. So that 2 million he received was all of that guaranteed? I don't, does those exist in the NFL? Kirk Cousins is guaranteed. Man, if anybody has ever pimped the NFL, it's Kirk <laughs> Cousins. He's just pimping these hoes. <laughs> I think Mahomes' um, contract is guaranteed. Most of Rogers' contract is guaranteed. Boy, now that, I, thing's, I, that thing's going down like the flagship of the Russian Navy. I I know we're gonna do our draft next next week, um, but if you're Green Bay, do you just say fuck it? I'm drafting a quarterback in the first round, just just to piss him off. Yeah, that's what you need. Somebody that controls like twenty percent of your salary cap. Pissed off. He's already pissed off as it is. And, and think about it. So they, they drafted Jordan Love, what, three years ago, two years ago? Just put a nut tanning system in his locker room. <laughs> get, get him and Joe Rogan and Tucker Carlson and just all go. Oh, no. I didn't want – I wanted them to tan their nuts, not have an orgy. <laughs> I told you. It's after 10 o'clock. It's start. Okay. See, these are Dorian's jokes. What's going on? And look, no, <laughs> no Dorian's joke would become is like, I know where that strip club is. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, the room, the room around the right side of the stage is where you want to be. Hey, how did you know? <laughs> <laughs> I've known you long enough to assume some shit. It's all sticky. <laughs> it's all sticky. And and he wonders, he wonders, how do I know? But there's still been no denial. <laughs> Man, I plead the fifth. That's how fifth. I'm no, that just means you're guilty. <laughs> that was great for the Chappelle's show. Oh, that was awesome. Oh, I love it. <laughs> what did you for five fifths? <laughs> Uh, I think I'll watch that after this. <laughs> <That's> so funny, <laughs> hilarious! Man, that show was so great, but it had me feeling real guilty as a white guy laughing at some of these jokes because it's like, oh, oh man, what's your, your favorite skit? Might as well talk about it. Get it out. Oh my god! Uh, one of the lines that always sticks out in my head was one of the skits that didn't make it, and they, they were the Talking about uh, he goes back in time to meet the slave owners. He goes, oh yeah, 
I traveled all the way back in time to call you a cracker. <laughs> that shit, every time I hear that shit, I get tears in my eyes. That shit is so funny to me for some reason. Because that's the petty shit I would do. <laughs> travel back 200 years and be like, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> and then turn around and go back. <laughs> oh. Uh, Clay- Clayton Bigsby's fucking hilarious. Like, oh, yeah. I, I, I can watch that shit back to back. He said, <laughs> "Now I had heard that the skit that they did about Prince was based on fact." Oh, that's all true. Yeah. The, all those yeah. Charlie Murphy things are true. Oh, okay. Yeah. He kicked Rick James in his chest. Fuck your couch. Oh, and Rick James, man. Cocaine is a hell of a drug because that motherfucker sit there. He goes, he goes, I I didn't do that to Eddie's couch. Why would I do something like that? I wouldn't do something like that. Yeah, I remember. I remember stomping on Eddie's couch yeah, <laughs> in the same sentence. You're like, yeah. oh, fuck Rick James. Yeah. What, the, what the hell is wrong with you? Uh, uh, cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> that it started to make him uncomfortable to make that show because it was it was great yeah oh man oh man dave now, is, is is dave um matt rushmore of uh, modern day comics modern, modern day, day comics he's uh modern day comics he's the statue of liberty he's out there by himself yeah in the pantheon he's starting to get to the point like of all of them he's becoming to get to the point of the mount rushmore of Everybody. Okay. Yeah. Well, who's on your Mount Rushmore now of all time? Uh, we've done this with our favorite comics. My Mount Rushmore is going to yeah. be like 15 like, heads long. I can't. Everybody, <laughs> yeah, I can't. Every, I respect everybody for their different talents. And there's some I just yeah. severely dislike. But as far as if we have to do stand up, it's going to be like Eddie. I have a hard time leaving Eddie out of anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Richard kind of made stand-up huge. I would say Richard was probably the, the first kind of modern-day superstar star star comedian. comedian. Yeah. Um, yeah. And now I'm down to two heads, so how do I do that? Yeah, it's, it's tough. You know what I mean? And, like, Kevin Hart sells so many tickets, but I don't especially care. I don't, I I don't like Kevin first, Hart. I liked his first special. And after that, I was just kind of like, eh. Well, um, it's the same thing over and over again. And yeah. the shit gets old. Yeah. Rodney Dangerfield's from another time, but if you watch his stand up with an open mind and understand yeah. that these shit, this shit landed in the eighties, yeah, just landed in this like, um, well, and really appreciate Rodney. And that's part of the problem is that society has changed from the seventies and eighties until now, and yeah. what was funny and acceptable then is not funny and acceptable now. Bullshit. Yeah. People are soft as fuck. As long as people are making fun of everybody, it's fine. It's when they're starting to select individuals that they become bullies. If you can't laugh mm. at everything, then you just need to just stay in your trash can, Oscar. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, I'm serious. If you don't want to hear it, don't go to comedy shows. If you don't want to hear it, don't look up the videos on YouTube. Right. You don't have to. You don't have to look at these things and punish yourself with things that exist. Right. The fucking country's getting soft. 
When's the last time you heard somebody say sticks and stones breaks my bones and names and never hurt me? Nobody talks about that shit anymore. Shut the right. fuck up and quit whining. Right. I got bullied in school. I didn't handle it the best. I could have done better. That's for sure. I didn't need to pass it on to anybody else, and I was probably guilty of doing that. But fuck. Just quit being pussies. Like, everything bothers you. When triggered came out, that that triggered me. I was like, ah, I understand that word. <laughs> yeah, it's, and my thing is, it's the people that complain that say, not not so much you, but to say everyone's easily offended nowadays. They're the ones that are easily offended. Right. Yeah. No, I love this shit. I like talking shit. None of this bothers me. It doesn't bother me. Like, it's just, I don't know. I think, I really think it was from growing up playing basketball in Florida. This shit does not bother me. Like, we can go have a beer after this. Like, yeah, yeah. There there is a line, though. Right. But, but when we were coming up, like, I think all of us had to grow tough skin. Oh, yeah. Like, because we got ragged on not only from our peers, but teachers, uh, you know, culture, family. Yeah. Family, like family, yeah. You have to, you know, have, have uh, tough skin. These days, it doesn't even give kids opportunity, opportunity to have tough skin. No, they're like they start, and this is my thing. Like, life isn't easy. Right. You're going to hit bumps. You're going to be pushed around, and you're going to have right. to wind up dealing with it. So, if you're kid gloving these motherfuckers all the way through high school, what this what's going to happen afterwards? Well, see, right. and and here's my problem: is I, there there was a there was a certain level of ragging, a certain number, level of even bullying. That should be okay. Mm. It's the fact that people don't know where that line is. Kids need to learn how to take losses. Yes. If they don't understand how to take a loss, everything is going to be humongous to them. Every failure is going to be mountainous. Like they have to learn how to take losses. Somebody's going to call you fat someday. Somebody Mm -hmm. called me four eyes at some point. Shit's going to happen. If you don't want to be fat, don't fucking be fat. You can choose to do that. If you're okay with being fat, this is what you have to deal with. Like just, it's got to be more reality and less of this. Um, for example, one of my things is where they tell, they say women should be able to dress how they want. Every woman should be able to. But here's the problem: rapists exist. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing: maybe put your fucking ass cheeks away. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have a pro- like, and it's not like I care that they're out. But what I'm saying is, if, I, if it's my daughter, I'm going to tell her, look. There are certain people out there that I don't trust around you, and I don't think you should, and maybe you shouldn't dress like that in some of these situations. And and see, in that extreme, I agree with. But to mm-hmm. tell a, a girl that she can't wear strap a, a strap dress while it's okay for guys to wear basketball jerseys is not acceptable. Yeah, I get that. But how yeah, about it, this? How about those? Your straps have the same width as a basketball jersey. We'll call it all good. Which mm-hmm. a lot of them do. There you go. Then we're fine. Yeah. Perfectly yeah. fine with it. Set it up. Yeah. Don't care. Because yeah, if you look at, at a, a student handbook for school, and Dorian, I'm sure you've done this with, with your kids, mm-hmm. the dress code for girls is a lot more restricted than the oh, dress code I'm for sure. guys. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Um, oh, yeah. For all I care, they can all go to they can all go to school in pants and polo polo shirts. Don't give a shit. The mine do. Mine have to wear uniforms. Yeah, mine is too. Don't care. I don't care. Um, it's just it's such a tough thing. I can't imagine raising kids right now. Like, yeah, so. like having a daughter for example. How do you explain that to them? 
like, yeah, you can wear whatever you want, but there's certain situations that you probably shouldn't have your fucking boobs out. Like, yeah, just yeah. You know. yeah. I don't know. It's tough. I agree. I mean, I, I actually had somebody tell me that a man cannot be in the same room as, as a woman and not think about having sex with her. Look, man, we went to school with a lot of girls that developed early. Mm. I never felt the need to rape any one of them. I never felt like but you have to prepare your kids for the whole world. Right. Yeah. Well, not, it, you're not preparing them for the three of us. You're preparing them for what could happen. And mm-hmm. it's twofold. It's one, telling your daughters, hey, look, you need to learn self-defense because people because some guys are jackasses and can't stop themselves. Right. And two, teaching your sons not to be a fucking jackass. Yeah. Yeah. Also, too, that 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 I think that the the culture that kids have that they have access to everything and not have to to work for things that's dangerous too because a oh, lot yeah. of them they could translate that into relationships. Oh well, I want you. I, I've I've never had to work for something, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have you. Like like I'm gonna take it. You know. Um, I'll oh, say this: someone most of that's control. School. Most of right. rape's control. I don't even think it's. I don't think it's sexual as much as it is control. No, for some I agree. People. I agree. I agree. Well, it's just like the, the joke I, I, you know, asked you, you know, the other day is why do most men refer to their vehicle as a she? If you're a car guy and, and you've named your vehicle or whatever, you refer to it as her or she. Because that bitch is always giving me problems. <laughs> 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 you asked i came up with it and it's after 10 o'clock Tough. i mean it, it, it does lead to the question so you know, does that mean there's gender reassignment if they add truck nuts on their truck but <laughs> I, I, think, saw that. I feel like the she thing come from the car culture because like you're in a relationship with that thing to be honest with you yeah you know what i mean if you if you have a car that's actually a car show car you're in a relationship with that thing. You're saying they want to have sex with their car? No, I'm saying that it'll probably cost them their marriage at some point if they're not careful. Mm-hmm. They're expensive. Cars are fucking expensive. Oh, they yeah. been for years. Horsepower is almost as expensive as gold. Yeah. That's why I'm into video games. It's a lot cheaper. It's a lot cheaper, and you can make right. digital horsepower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, no, it's... Um, so I think I think that's where that comes from, in my opinion. I've never done any reading about it or anything, but in my head, it makes sense that a lot of these guys are in relationships with these cars. Yeah. They get some of them get names. Oh yeah, yeah. a lot of them do. Yeah. A lot of them get mm-hmm. names. So that's where that's from. So so guys, like I said, I know we got just a couple minutes left, but next week is our NFL draft special. It's one of the few gimmicks that we do. Um. I, we somehow we lucked out that we can keep the same order and we all pick for our teams. I like it. I like it. I really want to, I really wanted to pick for Jacksonville though. I was going to fix the team this year. <laughs> I think you do some fucked up shit. All right, know what you got to do. <laughs> exactly right. As far as being a Jacksonville perspective, it would be fucked up shit because I do the right thing and get you some offensive line help. <laughs> yeah, Dorian's over there salivating. He wants to draft Garrett Wilson, and you know BJ's like, yeah. "No, you need offensive lineman." Yeah, well, oh no, 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 no! no, no. <laughs> we, we don't need any Ohio State people in our organization. 
<laughs> You're getting offensive linemen until I can't find a logical one to draft at that position. Jory <laughs> so just completely might, swerved off like Columbus, you, Ohio completely. <laughs> you might get seven offensive linemen. <laughs> and then whoever's I mean, a good enough athlete, I'll just switch them to the other side. I, I mean, for, for what I was reading, they, um, they, they're talking about they are going to draft. They are going to address the offensive line. Um, if there's anything we know I just don't right know if now, it's going to be first round, though. I think late we, this is all smokescreen shit right now. None of us know anything. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Adam, Adam Schefter's little ferret ass knows something. But other than that, <laughs> nobody else knows anything. Adam, I, Schefter's, I, I will Adam Schefter's a little bitch till further notice. Dorian, put it into the universe, the universe right now that Jacksonville should draft an offensive lineman number one. Because that way Hydrogen just falls to it, Detroit. It makes sense. Yeah, but the thing is, I I don't have any expectations for Jacksonville in their draft. I I, I I'm, not, I'm not even thinking about because I want to get my hopes up high. I, you know what? I'm just gonna like. I saw else. a tape of Aiden Hutchinson's bench pressing at his pro mm-hmm. day at mm-hmm. Michigan. I've never seen so much help on a bench press. It, every one of his reps wouldn't have counted at a weightlifting meet because there were hands on the bar. Fair enough. Um, apparently, Detroit. Uh, he's like in Detroit visiting Detroit. Well, yeah, because I mean they're number two. So if you guys fuck up and don't take him, he's going to Detroit. Now the problem oh, fuck is, up. fuck up. But thing is, uh, Tavon Walker. What I'm hearing, they said that uh, his 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 motor is just as much as uh is Aiden. And did you just do the white guy has a motor thing? Yep. Listen, Crack I'm up. just listen. I'm telling you what they said. Crack <laughs> <up>. <laughs> <laughs> they said. But but they said they said the black guy has a motor. And I'm like, oh wow, okay. Um, he must talk like Carl Malone. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Probably. All, all I know is they're comparing Tavon Walker to Michael Parsons. <laughs> Which I, I mean, so he was good at Georgia. I knew he was Michael when Parsons. When their primary pass rusher goes out and the kid gets nine sacks, give me a call. <laughs> they're like look dude i know you don't play in this position but guess what you're gonna play this position oh and you're great at it excuse us yeah when he does that let me know don't you ever bring michael parsons back into this conversation until we get some evidence we get some evidence so by week 10 of next year you can talk about <laughs> I, can't. I can't believe you tried to compare him to michael parsons i didn't compare him to him it was todd todd mcshay and uh the other guy oh Ky- kuiper who's not going to be at the draft this year yeah. Did you guys see that? Because no, he's that. not vaccinated. Really? Yep. That, that's why Kuiper hasn't been in the studio. Everything that Kuiper has been has done has been at his house. He is not allowed in the draft. I didn't know that. Oh, that's why I've been seeing. So, you know, I've been seeing a lot of Todd McShay, and there's another young guy. I can think of his name. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Jeff something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah him. I'm just, oh, okay. I was wondering. Did, he, oh. did we ever figure out what was wrong with Todd Mache? He had a couple of bad appearances on TV last year, and they were rough. I'm just going to go with alcohol. Sure. on the al- 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 alcohol. <laughs> in, the, in the middle of a pandemic, he goes alcoholic first. <laughs> Don't choke on your cynicism over there. It seems like it's all the way in the back of your throat. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm waiting for the lines to fuck up and I have to take Hamilton or Gardner. Oh Dan Dan Campbell's taking the first guy that eats a kneecap. 
Hey, the one dude's name Sauce, so that'll work. Sauce. <laughs> uh, bring, bringing the sauce to the kneecaps. <laughs> that was one of the most <laughs> awkward first interviews I've ever seen in my life. I was like, like, Dan, shut up. Shut up, Dan. Just shut up. Dan, shut up. You got the job. Shut up. Shut up, Dan. Second only to Adam Gates the job. You already got it. Just shut up. Dan, you got the job. Shut up. You shouldn't talk like this outside of your office. So if you guys want to have some fun, watch the Adam Gates in, um, press conference with the Jets. His introductory oh. press conference with the Jets. And he was no. spaced out. Yeah, he looked like he co- he looked like he coaches <laughs> he's just uh, fucking gone nothing makes sense his face looks like it disconnected from the rest of his body hey, watch his eyes his eyes I mean, <laughs> that's some good weed man where'd you get that shit <laughs> real quick so so what's what's your favorite uh post game interview of all time NFL well yeah NFL is the NFL they are who we thought they were. Why is this a question? That's a solid one. That's a solid one. <laughs> oh, man. I guess we have to rule out Marson Lynch from all of this to make another, I mean. Well, his, I don't think, was ever post-game. His was, like, in between the games. I'm not even sure this is right, but I'm willing to bet he's got one post-game interview that could probably go in the top ten of this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here so I don't get fined. I'll be honest with you, I don't watch a lot of post-game. <laughs> probably should admit this. I watch so much football on Sundays that I, when the games are over, I get up and walk out so I can go breathe fresh air for a little bit before the next game starts. I'm known I'm <clears throat> that I don't watch a lot of the media stuff because I, yeah. frankly, I don't, don't care. care. Yeah. I mean, too. I mean, when, when Cam Newton had this thing after the Super Bowl, I was like, what, what did Cam say? I, I don't care. It's all like, it's just like 30 minutes of cliches between games. Yeah. That's true. So I just, I don't watch a lot of them. Just yeah, watch a loop of Belichick saying I'm on a Cincinnati and then just be done. Yeah. By the time the Sunday night game's over, I don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure back in the day, Dion had some probably good takes. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure Michael Irvin did too, but that was, you know, again, cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> Mike oh, yeah. had to go do a key bump for the interview. Yeah. So I sniff a little bit. <laughs> oh, you was going to win the game. <laughs> he talks like a wrestler with him and Stephen A. Smith are going at it. Yeah, until Steve Smith quiet his ass down. Steve Smith quiet his ass down. Oh, yeah. Steve, Steve sure. Smith, he made fun of his uh, suit or something. Oh yeah. In his mouth. I was like, oh, well, shit. Dorian was the one that said, "Who wants to volunteer to tell to tell Steve Smith he's not good at his job?" I went, "I volunteer you." <laughs> it, man, they said ever since he was in college, like Fresno State, they said he never had he ain't right. <laughs> he ain't right at all. He's he's a small man playing a Giants game, and he did it at a Hall of Fame level. He probably never will be right. No. Yeah. He he had to talk himself into like. A fervor, yeah, like foaming at the mouth, rabbit remember, dog shit. He, um, I, I remember he tried to fight Jalen Ramsey after the game. He was like, he said, he said, no, homeboy, I don't fight during the game. We're gonna fight after the game in the locker room. Like he changed his clothes, went to Jacksonville locker room. Like, oh, um, uh, no, 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 where, where, where uh, Jalen at? Till we could fight here, or we could fight in the parking lot. Let's go. 
They was like, no, nah, it's over. He said, no, 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 it ain't over. They said he waited at the Jacksonville's uh, locker room and nobody wanted anything to do with Steve Smith. Is, is, is Steve Smith the best small receiver of all time? Uh, we need a few more years of Tyler. We'll see what Tyreek Hill does with Tua. Yeah. If he does, if he starts to disappear, mm-hmm. then I can say yes, certainly. Um, Terry Glenn, though, holy shit. Terry Glenn sold his body out for catches. Yeah. I swear, okay. Terry Glenn caught more passes parallel to the ground than he did anything else. Yeah. Terry Glenn was good. Um, yeah, because he wasn't even six foot. No, uh, Terry was shorter. <clears throat> yeah, Terry was 5'11. Joey Galloway was a pretty damn good tiny receiver. Yep. Joey Galloway. We're we're missing another one too. Are you sick of me naming Ohio State players that are better? <laughs> <laughs> me or Dorian? Because Dorian's yeah. completely spurred off the city of Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> Why? What happened? Everyone fucked that up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody from Ohio State. Not even coaches. We good. So no Zach Smith as your wide receiver coach? Not at all. Not at all. You can't even bring a fucking uh, Eddie George in there. Zach Smith fit right in. Oh, that's just true. Yeah, Zach Smith (laughs) fit right in down here. Body slam women all over the place. Go to jail for a couple nights be right back out. (laughs) Just don't teach him math. There's this this one guy out in Oxford. His wife's been kicking his ass so much he's been in the news. He dropped charges both times. Both times. Both times. So that means he's got time to think about it. She whipped his ass again. He dropped charges again. Dang. He must have did something. He, she must have got something on him. The way she's weeping his ass, he's dropping charges. <laughs> she does the thing. Tell you yeah. what, that's, those are the girls that <laughs> she's going to be crying on TV the day he slaps her back, though. Yep. It's like, Yep. Yeah, he weighs 70 pounds more than you. You probably shouldn't have touched him, you dumbass. Exactly. <laughs> face cracked. Oh. Nothing like finishing off the night with a little Lake County DV. Yep. <laughs> so, violence. On, on that note, I think we're, we're done for the night. So, gentlemen, <laughs> this has been Sandlot Sports. Don't get arrested. <laughs> Move to Florida, <laughs> slap, body slam women and coach football. It's no problem. NFL loves it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, we're canceled. <laughs> Good night, guys. Want more Sandlot Sports? Just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports Twenty One.